plant-based medicine use the pharmaceutical model like they did for Epidiolex, right? Think about that. If you take $40 times 12 months is $480, and you take a product that is just plant juice that costs you $500 to keep your child from having seizures and dying to spending $32,500. What is that, 6,400% markup? That's what's at stake here. Let's not kid ourselves about what's going on. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Today's episode 101. And boy, does that have a significant impact and story behind it. Uh, the name that we started for our .org was 101 CBD, like the 101 Highway out here in California. For anybody that's been on the 101, it's actually called Ventura Highway. It's an America song. It's uh, mentioned in quite a few songs and raps out there. But uh, 101 is a beautiful road that starts right here in L.A. by Burbank and then goes all the way up to Seattle. So it hugs the coast of the, uh, uh, of the beautiful Pacific coastline. Uh, it's a wonderful drive. Sometimes it, it touches with the PCH and the one, so they converge into one. And when we were setting up our organization, after our miracle had happened with our son, and we wanted to help uh, educate other families uh, who were struggling with autism, as we were, and uh, give them hope, because when we were looking for answers, for solutions, for cures, if you will, uh, there wasn't much of anything, really. Um, and we didn't accept that as the case. We didn't know um, what was going to help us find that solution. We didn't know what it was going to be, but we just knew we had to keep looking. And so when we found this miracle plant in the raw form, like juice, um, that was the, the secret that unlocked uh, my son's brain to help heal itself, to neuroregenerate, to reduce inflammation and help detoxify and run in a, in a state of healthy homeostasis. In fact, he's probably, <laughs> uh, he, he's, he might be the healthiest of all four of our children right now, just because he still is on a very clean, uh, juicing diet. Um, and, uh, you know, when we, we got the, the second round of the virus came through our house, I want to say, who knows, three months ago or something. And uh, he uh, actually got it, but had zero symptoms. Whereas his sister, who is a little younger than him, uh, got it. And she had some sniffles, and she was like a little kind of sick for a day. But he had zero symptoms. And why is that? From someone who has a compromised immune system and someone who... Uh, developed the symptoms of autism around the age of three to being able to have an immune system so healthy and and robust to not even uh, display signs of uh, uh, when he was testing positive for a virus. So um, again, we started the 101cbd.org just to share our story, just so others could find us. And we're out here on the 101. We literally have a store, a stone throw. I mean, it's 150 yards off the 101 highway on the beach. And, you know, we just, I, I was just thinking, you know, we just wanted to share this story up and down the coast. 101 is a very simple thing to remember. And also it, anyone who's been out in California knows the 101 is like, oh yeah, I love the 101. It's on the beach. And and we vacation and drive up to 101 all the time. And uh, ever since I've moved to California, I've worked off the 101. I moved out here about 15 years ago and worked in Woodland Hills. And I lived in Thousand Oaks. And I lived in Calabasas. And I, uh, you know, was always, the 101 has just been a part of my life. And so when we were just trying to think of a name that people could remember, uh, well, the 101 is what came up. So today it's episode 101. So it's pretty funny. Like if you see our logo, it's a 101 sign. There's a 101 sign in our store. And so it's a number that means a lot to us. And so today on the 101st or the 101 episode, 
we want to talk about some of these miracle stories that, um, that we've talked about on the podcast, uh, why we started this podcast. Um, I've got lots of stories, and uh, literally that's why we started the podcast. When I called Dan up uh, roughly 101 weeks ago, because knowing me, I probably just went zero to 101 and said, let's start, to, let's start next week. <laughs> Most like some podcasts will be like, you know, like I think JLD says, well, you should always have six podcasts in the bag before you start your show. And, you know, I'm just not one of those people. Um, and so we, looking back 101 weeks ago, I reached out to Dan and said, Dan, I have an idea. And I know that you're helping people with cannabis and hemp podcasts. And like I've uh, talked about in the past, I was nervous even about telling Dan my true idea because we had, had been denied and shut down and, and turned away so many times. And it still happens today um, because we are in the hemp space. And, um, you know, obviously Dan was so cool and he was, you know, so open and engaging and just said, let's do it, let's do it. And, and we did it. Um, and we, it's the Miracle Plant Podcast. We already had a logo and we were developing a, a new, um, you know, brand for online, which is the Miracle Plant brand because um, people in Brazil probably have no idea what the 101 means. And our brand is much more associated to the miracle that happened uh, with our son. So it just makes more sense that people can identify and get what we're really all about, which is on a mission to heal the world and reach 1 billion people by 2025. So um, I have a million stories, but I want to welcome Dan Hummiston and my mom, Jenna Ben Gaylord, uh, to, the, to the show. They're the co-hosts here. And I'll let them start with a favorite story because I could go on and on. So welcome to the show, guys. Happy episode 101. Glad to be here. Janet, I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, I was making notes. And again, just like Justin says, there's been so many people that have been helped so dramatically and both in our stores where I talk to people personally and then also at my askjanet.org where I do the free Zoom calls around around the world actually at this point. Uh, it's just so hard to focus on just one or two. Um, so I can just talk about a couple. Uh, so again, too, pain is one of the major uh, benefits of the CBDA. I'll keep saying AAA, uh, CBDA, the raw whole plant. And that people come into us for, and the most common pain we've talked about before is arthritis. And so it's been amazing to me, just, and we do not realize how much pain impacts people's lives. And I've worked with a lot of, seems more women than men, or maybe women are more open about coming in with arthritis, often just in their hands, but that is actually very detrimental in terms of trying to do the most simple things. And so that's one of my favorite ones, because that's one of the easier ones that actually uh, responds very quickly, uh, both the sublingual oil and well as the topical for pain. And so again, to that just day by day when I'm in the store, uh, just seeing people like one lady who liked to knit and make things for grandkids and embroider and all those things that she was very artistic, that was kind of the center of her life. And then she could not do that anymore. Uh, and so to her be able to suddenly her hands aren't in pain, she can sleep better, <clears throat> sleep better at night and then go back to doing what she loved to do. And so it may seem like a simple story, but when it's somebody's life that's been changed and you still have joy in your life and you're feeling healthy again, uh, to me, no miracles too small to be uh, mentioned. And another area that I see a lot of success with is eczema. And if you haven't had like psoriasis or eczema or know someone who has, it too is a very threatening condition. It constantly itches, it spreads, um, it can cause, turn into um like arthritis related issues as it destroys the immune system or it's a sign of the weakened immune system. And actually we have a topical called raw renew that literally uh, was developed with eczema in mind. And my kind of like my grandson here with Justin's son uh, for autism, this was for a grandson I have in the Midwest who had severe eczema covering his entire body uh, it took me three years in the old days without CBDA to clear it up. And that was just a matter of when it, there's a flare up now, 
And usually, again, two of his flare-ups are related to eating. I say, okay, what did you eat? Um, I had a hot dog and some lemonade from the gas station and some chocolate milk. And you can see the things that were triggering it. But it doesn't matter what triggered it. When your body's covered with itchy scabs, uh, you want some relief. And so right away, he'll say, I need more. I need more of your lotion, he calls it. And and we have a lot of people in general like that out there that don't realize there's relief from things like eczema without going a pharmaceutical route, which often causes side effects or damages the skin and things like that. Um, so that's another huge area. And then again, too, my main focus has always been focused on autism. And I, it's so hard to even focus on one story besides the obvious one, you know, with Justin's son. But I talk to people. And that's where I talk to people literally like in Africa, in Bolivia, in Croatia, in Canada, in New Zealand, uh, because autism is spreading many, many places now. And so even if I can help them in the beginning, just so their child is calmer and can start to pay attention or their child can sleep, it's very common that sleep issues are a problem. And so they're up all night long with their child or their child is uncomfortable in public or cannot go to school or sit still in school or be available to learn. So I guess I'd have to just roll them up kind of in one, just the number of kids with autism that I've worked with. And it's not just children. Uh, I've worked with uh, into the age 30s is kind of the oldest group I've worked with. And so definitely using our CBDA, sublingual oil, which often with young children ends up being in juice because uh, they don't really want to hold it under their tongues uh, for five to seven minutes. But just seeing that relief in the parents' voices, the relief in their life, the ability to kind of have another life and focus on their other kids or their other, their jobs when their child is now finally calm and sleeping at night and starting to learn. And you hear those things about the first time they made eye contact with their parents or said, said mama, some of those real basics that we remember going through that stage, um, up to kids that just need to feel calmer in school so they can actually not feel anxious and just not part of the group and can actually go to regular classes and participate. So I think of all the things I've been the proudest of that we've done, besides the obvious things with pain, really is the autism uh, success. And that is so dear to my heart. And I so empathize with all the parents and they are desperate to find some kind of solution. And it's just amazing the number of vendors out there coming up with something I'll, I'll try this or try this or my latest thing I've been noticing is I'll, I'll try this diet or try that diet or try this diet. And to me, they're interesting diets, but to me, not holistic. And so again, too, it's a population that is continuing to expand. When I started as a psychologist, autism was one in 15,000 children. So one out of every 15,000. And now it's out of between one out of 20 to one out of 40, depending upon how they gather their data. And it continues to increase. Like to me, it's the hidden pandemic that no one knows about unless it's your child or your grandchild or your neighbor's child. And so I think of all the things that we have done or I have done and been involved with over the years with this miracle plant um, is the successes and the hope that we give by teaching the parents that they can actually use this with autism. And it literally does, again, to balance the serotonin levels so they're calmer and literally can regenerate and repair their nerves and especially uh, the neurological conditions or the neurological dysfunction that's related to autism. Um, so again, too, I can't, I kept trying to think of one great story, but to me, the big, huge thing is the ability to help people with autism in a healthy, natural way without side effects. And so that's just going to be one big story for me today. Awesome. Yep. That's, that's the big story that got this whole thing. That's, that's story number one. How about you, Dan? You got any uh, stories or memories uh, thinking back of uh, all the podcasts and, and uh, all the incredible uh, things that we've discussed over over the last 101 weeks? Well, two, two, two um, episodes really come to mind. And they're both related, but for different reasons. Uh, the the, um, the first one that comes to mind, you know, after listening to this episode, it was with a, a lady that was from Ireland. Her name was Vera Toomey, and her daughter's was um, her daughter's name was Ava, and it was the most heartbreaking story. 
I, 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 re I remember just being like, I can't talk right now. <laughs> it was my turn to talk. And I'm like, Justin, take the ball. Because it was, I just felt so bad for this person, what she was going through and how just ignorant the, the, um, the people that were making decisions on her behalf were and how frustrating it was for her. And that was the most moving story. I can, it, it just, it's still, I still am moved by it. And, and, the, and the, the courage that this family showed just leaving their country and, and what they, what they went through that to me, that story just, I will, will I will always, there'll always be a place um, in my mind for that story. And then the other story is for a different reason. I mean, it's still just as emotional, but it shows the, impact that this that what you're doing has because it's not just one binary your influence on people multiplies exponentially and that story is not told no better way than with uh christian selby gomez uh, christian gomez selby i can't remember exactly how her last name is but the, the story that she talked about with her son as he had autism as he moved into his teenage years and how he became aggressive and physical and how she was afraid to be in the, in the, around him and, and how that her life, his life, their family's life changed after, after working with you and Janet. And then the work that she's done afterwards with the autism found, I think, you can correct me on the correct name of this, but the foundation, the, she's the president of the autism, autism foundation. That's just, like I said, it's grown. What you've done has helped grow this exponentially. And that's why I'm every Saturday morning, I'm anxious to be on with, to talk about this because I just know how important the work that you guys are doing. And I'm just, I'm just happy to help out any way I can. And like I said, these type of stories just keep you coming back and for more. Love it. Yeah, it's uh, Kristen is the president of the Autism Hope Alliance, which is I think it's spelled out autismhopealliance.org. And uh, yeah, we met many years ago and um, we were we partnered up with them because they had really great education and they were doing a really great job of, of, of giving people real hope. I mean, there's other organizations out there and you see them on TV and i've gone to those organizations and there isn't really they're not focused on the solution uh, they're focused on coping right and they're focused on adjusting your lifestyle to live with this diagnosis and um, that's not where i was coming from and again because we've talked to thousands and thousands of parents with children with special needs or on the spectrum and that can be from ADHD or you know when I was a kid we just called it hyperactive <laughs> but uh, all the way through to you know severe autism on the ATEC which is what uh, my son was scoring on uh, nonverbal non-communicative and so you know to see how much um, you know her story was beautiful in fact she um, just put on an autism prom for her son and, and for all the community. So they, and she's just, a, a, just a, an absolute bulldozer. And, uh, you know, she went down to the city hall and she went to the board of directors at the, at the uh, community church. And she had this whole thing put on and just beautiful. All these children that never got to experience a prom, um, you know, because they weren't in school or whatever the issue was. Um, it, was a, it was autism prom night, and this was a few weeks back. And uh, we have a blog on it on the website. And, uh, and you know, it, it's, it's, it's been absolutely amazing. And when we first met her, this is how crazy it is, and, and this is the, the uphill battle that we were kind of in, is that she knew about our company, but at the same time, she also, she was on a different CBD regimen. She was working with a doctor, and the doctor didn't really, uh, at the time, certainly didn't know about CBDA, but was putting her son on um, high THC. And that uh, was basic, he was basically living in kind of a, a comatose state. And, um, you know, we, we, she had interviewed us a few times and, and he was on all kinds of other uh, things, I'm sh as she's mentioned with, uh, on previous episodes. You know, and 
Um, you know, he had been extremely, extremely aggressive. If you look at some of the videos on our YouTube channel for 101 CBD or the Miracle Plant, you'll see the stories and you'll see some of the bruises and she was really running for her life. And then after like the second or the third um, interview, because she was interviewing us on behalf of Autism Hope Alliance, um, I just was drilling down. I think my mom was on one of them or both of them or a couple of them of the interviews, just what the difference is with CBDA, what Dr. Raphael Mishulam discovered to be a thousand times more powerful, which is keeping it raw, keeping it whole, eating the plant, essentially. And um, for whatever reason, that particular episode, I had already sent her multiple shipments in the mail, which she just never took. because She didn't understand between what she was giving them currently and what we were offering. But when after the second or third interview and going down the rabbit hole of truly explaining the emotion and our story and the logic and the science, she decided to give it a whirl. And she told her husband to um, switch out the CBD that he was getting and the THC for our product. Well, she didn't mean for him to, the husband to take, get rid of everything else, but that's what he did. He misunderstood direction. Imagine that. A man, husband, misunderstanding directions. <laughs> Never happens to me. And so it was crazy. So she gets a phone call from her therapist who works with uh, her son during the day and or a text and says, oh my God, he had a great day. And she's like, she never got those. It was always, you know, she's, you know, has trauma because of all of the the bad days and the hitting and the violence and the punching the holes in the wall and all of this stuff. So anytime she gets a text, it's like 99% of the time is like, oh, what happened now? But this time it was, he had a great day. He was laughing. He was calm. Um, it was, you know, it was a great day. And she was sitting there thinking to herself, there is no possible way that the first day we introduce him to CBDA the first day he has a great day. There's just no way because she's lost hope. And so many of us, we lose hope with our children uh, who have special needs. We have tough days. We have good days. We have bad days, just like all the rest of us do. But, but you've been so conditioned and had so many battle scars that you just, you don't have anything left. So even when she got the news that this miracle plant raw had this incredible, profound, immediate effect, she couldn't believe it. And now you fast forward two and a half, three years later, there's been hardly any episodes of physical violence, you know, and if it is, those episodes were, you know, triggered by, you know, being in a situation like in a public setting or whatever, and he was just kind of didn't know how to express himself, but he's, 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 he's learning new words, his vocabulary, he's reading, he's writing, he's riding horses, he caught his first wave, and he went to a prom. And let me tell you, if you look at our, my social media feeds and Instagram, it's at the Justin Benton, or uh, on Facebook, it's Justin Benton, or 101CBD, you'll find it, or uh, whatever. He was decked out in a tux, and it's the first time that she ever got to go shopping. Uh, her husband, his dad... Um, and her son went out and picked out tuxes and suits for the first time and he was decked out and he had, he's always had colorful like sunglasses. That's kind of his thing. So he had these cool orange sunglasses on and these sweet, uh, vans, you know, like the old Spicoli's, but they were orange vans with the checkers on them. And so he had matching orange sunglasses with checkered vans and a black tux. And he looked, you know, I, I put in the, in the social media, I was like, dude, he looked cooler than I did. And I was looking pretty cool in my days. You know, when I had some fashion sense, still do. And so it's amazing to see my son's story, her son's story. Uh, obviously, Latara has been on here a bunch of times and Parker telling her story of with her daughter. Um, you know, of course, we, we would be remiss not to mention Charlotte Figge and her mom, Paige, uh, who uh, went out to Colorado, um, met the Stanley brothers, and um, had such tremendous success with epilepsy and seizures, which a lot of people, 
a lot of kids on the spectrum with autism have epilepsy or seizures related. And because CBD was so powerful, so black and white um, correlated to reducing or eliminating seizures, that literally is why hemp is legal, CBD is legal, and cannabis uh, will be uh, reversed from the 1937 Marijuana Tax Act uh, in in the very near future because of her story. And it was so black and white that you give a kid who has hundreds of seizures uh, daily and you give them some oil and it goes away or down severely. And that's, that's where we are. You know, if it wasn't for those stories, if it wasn't for our story or Charlotte's story or Kristen's story, um, we wouldn't be where we are. I mean, like Dan talks about, and you know, Dan's been in this cannabis game longer than I have. And he's seen the progress of um, where we were. And he reminds us and he reminds me sometimes like, dude, (laughs) 10 years ago, like 2012, think about where we were, you know? I mean, it wasn't even legal in Colorado then or Portland. And here we are now that we literally have had four or five bills on the Congress floor. We have another one on the Congress floor. We also have another bill for CBD and FDA approval on the, on the Congress floor. So these bills keep coming out. There's also the uh, farm bill that's coming up in 2023. There's a lot of language in there that's going to force the FDA to finally make its ruling so we can have a clear pathway for um, putting uh, legal hemp on the shelves for uh, consumers. And so much has happened. And again, that's why we started this Miracle Plant podcast was to share these stories because they're happening and we're not being able to get them out. Uh, In fact, right now, our website is um, being completely um, uh, sterilized. Uh, There's been pressure before they've closed banks. Um, You know, U.S. Bank um, came in right when the farm bill passed and They were a merchant for all of us to sell our products online and in stores to take credit cards for a legal product, just like apples. But because of pressure from the powers that be, those with uh, influence money uh, in the game, pressured the bank to cease doing their entire CBD network. So a lot of us in the industry didn't have a place to take credit cards. For a legal product, just like oranges, it's a USDA-regulated product and uh, federally legal, and each state writes their own laws, but we had no place to bank. You know, I've had bank accounts shut down, uh, multiple uh, denials, and the reason we started the podcast was we didn't want to just affect Ventura County where we live. You know, we have two stores in Ventura County. We have another one in Denver. When the pandemic hit, we couldn't open stores. That doesn't make sense. No one was going out. And um, because everyone learned and became conditioned to shopping online for everything, (laughs) groceries, anything you could think of at Amazon, um, which I always would recommend that you support your local store first. I know it's hard sometimes, but but we've all been conditioned. that we can have anything on the finger on our fingertips online. So you have to have your products need to be online or you're just going to miss the boat or not be able to have the impact that you want or not be in business, to be frank. And right now it is incredibly hard to sell hemp, natural supplements uh, online right now. And it's, it's unfortunately... It's those three words that you've heard me use on here before. It's follow the money. It's just that simple. Those that are in power, that have control with multinational corporations and industries, they are on top of the hill, and they do not want to have their profit margins cut into, right? It's not in anyone's, it's not in their best interest for people to actually get healthy. That's not where the money is. The money is in getting people sick 
and keeping them sick and keep prescribing them drugs. Because a healthy person doesn't need drugs. And you can't make money. Epidiolex, which is the synthetic, isolated version of CBD that has a patent that did $187 million the first year it came out by GW Pharma, costs $32,500 a year to have your sick child who has epilepsy um, have some hope. That's the facts. Whereas we have programs where we'll teach you how to grow it in your backyard, teach you how to juice it with your Omega juicer. We'll give you a free product to try. We'll give you a free education. We'll give you compassionate discounts for life that basically will run you about 40 bucks a month. Now, why do they see that as a threat? Because the bottom line is dollars and cents for publicly traded companies. It's all about dollars and cents. It's a business decision, right? Dog eat dog world. Those who are in power, who have the money, don't. They want to keep their competition off. They want to keep their competition down. They want to figure out a way to monopolize the market. If it was up to them, they've been pressuring the current presidential administration to deschedule, to, uh, not, excuse me, not deschedule, reschedule cannabis. Now, why would they do that? Right? Well, that's great. Let's turn it from currently a Schedule 1, cannabis is, which means we can't do any research on it, uh, which means we, uh, it has no medical benefits, is what Schedule 1 means. Controlled substance, you know, completely recreational. It's right there with cocaine and heroin. Zero medical benefits is where you put Schedule 1. Now, where do you put, if you put Schedule 2, now it can be uh, a controlled um, substance that can only be distributed through a prescription. So Big Pharma would then truly own the cannabinoids, right? That's what they really want. And President Biden's on board. His administration's on board with that. So be careful if that does come to ballot, comes on November ballot, that we're not rescheduling cannabis. That's what they want, folks. They want another trillion, billion, gazillion, I don't even know the word, if they can control the plant-based medicine, use the pharmaceutical model like they did for Epidiolex, right? Think about that. A, a product, if you take $40 times 12 months is $480, so let's round up to 500 bucks, and you take a, a product that is just plant juice, it is plant oil that costs you $500 to keep your child from having seizures and dying to spending $32,500. What is that? 6,400% markup? That's what's at stake here. Let's not kid ourselves about what's going on. The Farm Bill passed in 2018. It was signed into federal law that hemp and CBD is completely legal as soybeans. But five years, going on five years now, we are still feeling the pressure. We are still getting the account shut down. We are still not able to easily advertise. There still is not a legal clear pathway by the Food and Drug Administration four years later so we can get this product and save other families and children. And it's all because of multinational. These are not American companies, folks. Wake up. These are multinational companies that have a bottom line that needs to be met. And your health is nowhere on the priority list. That's why we have the Miracle Plant Podcast. To bring you people, real stories from their mouth to your ears so you understand what's really going on. Some of you right now are listening had no idea what I just said. What is that true? That can't be true, right? We all, we want to believe that, that other people are looking out for each other, right? We want to live in this utopia. We want to live in this place where, you know, people are looking out for each other. And I believe in, in, in every one of us, people are good, right? But unfortunately, 
what I've seen in my life is when, when opportunity arises and greed, you know, they say greed is good from the movie Wall Street. It's not true, right? Greed is not good, you know, because you can never satisfy that dopamine, that hit to your brain, right? Because it's more. I want more. I want more. You can never have enough, right? What's good is, is, is good, right? Thinking about your client, right? Thinking about your patient, thinking about your customer, putting their interest, like, like Zig Ziglar's always used to say, uh, good old Zig, you could have whatever you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. And it's so true. And again, the Miracle Plant podcast was started just so we could get these stories out. And I pray right now that this is being listened to on all the media channels and everywhere around the world that people are listening right now. And they're listening and learning these facts. Or they're listening, even if it's 30 years from now, and they're like, they're documenting historically what happened, like what was going on? What happened from 1937 to 2022? We need to understand this. Like, what were the real facts? Like the JFK assassination, right? 75 years later. Like, what happened here? How did, how did all of these people get so sick? How did this environment get so toxic, you know, on, under whose watch? How did we let this happen so we can make sure it never happens again? That there has to be some checks and balances. And right now, the checks and balances is freedom of speech, it's the information that has to be able to get out. And right now, the best place for that information to get out, in my opinion, is podcasts. Like there's nothing better that I know of. I mean, you can do some good SEO if you're, if you're good with blogs and some good SEO um, organic traffic on uh, video, which is a little, you know, it's great. Um, a little complicated, but you know, something that we do, but, but podcasts are not censored yet. <laughs> and even if they do at some point become censored, that's why you get on a platform like Dan's PodCon X, and then we go fight the good fight in the courtrooms. So, all right, I'll get off my soapbox. You guys have anything else to add? I just always wanted to kind of circle back to where we started at the beginning of the podcast too, about all these successes and solutions that we've provided to families have come about because of CBDA. And it's so frustrating that the research is strongly there that shows it's 10 to a hundred to a thousand times more powerful. And, but people get very confused as to why there's so many different CBD companies. And then even with autism, again, one of my main focuses, and again, too, that's a neurological dysfunction. And then I personally, I know we'd love all cannabinoids, but I personally find it totally inappropriate to give THC to children because it does not, I'm not known too many people that got any brighter smoking a lot of THC. And just literally it goes to the CB1 receptors in the brain is not, it does not regenerate nerves. So it does not have the same power and neither does heated CBD. And again, too, we have all these desperate parents and they just will, and I understand that desperation myself, been through it for some other is issues. But anyway, so I think we just need to emphasize over and over, it's the raw hemp, it's the raw whole plant hemp, it's being holistic with it, it's juicing it. It's not the quickest, fastest way to heat it to the highest temperature, mess around with the molecules and find a product that's the cheaper one to make and have a ton of money behind you uh, to push that product. So if I can, if anybody learns anything from the podcast, look for CBDA that's whole plant. And you can tell it as soon as you look at it, it's going to be greenish. It's going to smell. And we see that at the shows we go to and people taste or smell our product. They go, wow, it, it smells and tastes just like the actual bud. They know it's the whole plant. And so that's where the miracle happens. That's what really regenerates nerves. That's what repairs nerves. That's what balances the immune system. It balances the serotonin levels. It's an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. It's the CBDA that is the solution. And we have such a muddied way that it's presented in America with everybody pushing their own favorite CBD. Many people saying THC can do the same thing, but our biggest 
barriers Justin mentioned, just the pharmaceutical world. And I cannot tell you how many medications I come across that these children whose brains have already been damaged uh, and then are on multiple medications and then medications for the side effect. So if I can get any message out there today of any successes that we have, it all goes back to the raw CBDA, the raw hemp, the whole plant and that holistic approach. And then I always just myself add in uh, dietary changes along with anything if you want lifelong solutions um, to, to serious health problems. So again, too, we have a lot of successes. Sadly, most of them are still just known by us or the parents or the people's families. And so that's why this podcast is so important that the truth of how the CBDA actually is the most powerful of all the cannabinoids, that we need to get that word out so that we have more and more stories. And so it's not just us telling the story, but the, all of the people are hearing about it and you're seeing it in the media and it, you're seeing it from more and more people talking about it around the world. So go CBDA, go 101, the miracle plant. Absolutely. And again, in, it, it, it's been interesting to see even how over the last 101 weeks, so 101 weeks, that's that's almost two years, Dan, right? By my math, 52 weeks in a year times two is 104. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like for some reason, I, I you know, who knows? We're, we've all been in a time warp ever since all this uh, stuff happened in March 2020. But, you know, overall, you know, the the, the, the mission has, the, the, our, our languaging has had to change too because in the beginning when we started even this podcast, it was mostly about what is CBD? What is CBDA? Right, and now it's like, okay, so what's the difference? How do I know which CBD company to go with, right? What's the difference between CBD and CBG? What's the difference between CBD and THC? What's the difference between hemp and marijuana, right? You know, some of the basic questions keep coming up and and we've been doing lots of videos and putting those out there and you can find them on the short reels and all that. And, but the languaging has changed. And so how do you know how to go to good CBD product? Well, it's kind of like anything, right? Really, the world that we live in, you got to go to the reviews, right? Some of them are paid for and bought and all that kind of stuff. So you got to trust your instincts when you read the reviews. You got to, sometimes you got to try a couple different products to see what works best for you. Sometimes you got to ask your neighbor, uh, your friends, what they're using. Um, the main thing is it's the miracle plant, not the miracle cannabinoid. It's not the miracle ingredient. It's not the miracle singular thing. It's the plant. The plant's made up of over 512 plant constituents, right? 512. You want to just use one? And then you want to heat that one and isolate that one? Well, it might work somewhat. That's the pharmaceutical model, right? They take white willow bark and they pull out one thing and they make aspirin, right? That's the pharmaceutical approach. I think we all, can we, can we all agree, I know in this country right now, because, you know, conquer and divide and, you know, that's the whole plan, but can we all, number one, agree, look up, that sky is blue. And number two, pharmaceuticals are not good for us. Overall, when you think of big pharma, like, <laughs> they don't have a good rap. But when you go to the doctor's office, uh, you know, here's a crazy story. So I, I was going in for a kind of a routine medical thing the other day. And uh, I never... I'm not a Western medicine person. If you broke a bone or you have some serious trauma or a hip replacement, uh, sure, great. They've made great advancements. But I go in there and they ask me, you know, like your history or whatever. And, um, you know, do you drink alcohol, smoke tobacco? Uh, do you do uh, recreational drugs? And, you know, I was like, no, no, no. And they were like, well, what about marijuana? So they, they specifically folk, they specifically asked just about marijuana. Now, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't partake. I did in college quite a bit. Um, but I realized if I needed to graduate, I needed to set the old bong down. But uh, I said no. And I was asked repeatedly that set of questions when I went in. And I'm sitting there like, just, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to go off on these. Some of these were like, grad kids and they were young and you know I, I will have my day in court not day in court but I will have my time to to show the show the facts with them but the fact is that they were going directly after cannabis directly after it like recreational drugs 
you know, we all know, like tobacco, we know, it kills you, right? It's just something you're going to decide to live with or not. It's a choice you make. Alcohol, bad for every organ it touches, right? Recreational drugs, that's a wide variety of things. Probably not good for your health. But marijuana, which again is a Mexican slang term they made up in the 1930s to scare people, fear-mongering, propaganda, and that worked. Uh, but cannabis has been proven medically. So I can't wait to talk with those doctors, which I will, and explain to them very clearly um, that there is, uh, there are medical benefits. Now look, the plant is a miracle in and of itself. And they don't teach about the endocannabinoid system in medical school, to my knowledge. I know that there are um, organizations, like Dan ran an organization, Chloe, who's been on here, um, at, at uh, Cloverleaf University, and there are starting to, there are doctors that are taking a, and we've had guests on here that, you know, uh, the brain on cannabis, um, you know, that are, are getting themselves educated about the endocannabinoid system. But just to show you that in this day and age, in, in California, where it's completely legal and uh, has been since 1996 in one way or the other, uh, they're still singling out marijuana to tell you how bad it is for you. you not cocaine, not heroin, not, you know, <laughs> fentanyl, not the dozens of other drugs that you see on commercials. Uh, with class action lawsuits because it's killed half a million people. But marijuana, now why is that? Why would they go after marijuana? Right? Who's telling them to ask that question? Right? Again, it's that same narrative. That continuously, the powers that be, those that are in charge, are threatened by people that are using plants to, whether it's feel better recreational or to get better the proof's out there we've had dr william courtney on here multiple times talking about the power of raw cannabis juicing it and again this this like a lot of people thought when the 2018 farm bill passed it was like yay you know like here we go Woo-hoo! and i was in that ball in that court a little bit too but really and i know patrick goggin the attorney, the hemp attorney out here in California, who's awesome, uh, would, uh, had, I think he was the first one that phrased, coined the phrase, it was really just the beginning. And he's right. It really is. There's going to be a lot more fights, plenty of fights in the, in the courtroom. You know, Bob Hoven, who we've had on, he's, he's been in there fighting, uh, you know, appeals courts and, and, and federal court. And we'll be more, and there's more coming because there are people that want you to be sick because they make money off of it. Period. Period. And if this is the first time you're hearing that, do your own research. Think about the food system that we have in America. You can find that all, the vast majority of all the food that we eat is owned by eight companies. And you'll find the, of those eight companies, they're also in charge of the pharmaceutical as well. So do the math. You eat a bunch of crap, a bunch of processed foods, a bunch of addictive, sweet, sugary, salty products. You push them on TV. You give them away. You sell them cheap. You get the people sick. You get them overweight. And then you cash in on the back end, selling them pharmaceutical drugs for $30,000 a year and higher, multiple drugs to, to try and balance how can we keep these overweight, overinflamed people around to keep that, that bill going. And they don't care if the insurance company's picking it up or if you're picking it up. They just want to keep that money gravy train going. Wake up, people. Wake up. Wake up. The five pillars of health, what we talk about on here you got to drink your water. This is the truth. You've got to drink your water. You got to find good, clean water. You got to exercise at least 20 minutes a day, right? 
You got to make sure that you're being mindful. The, the things that you're listening to, reading, watching, the people that you hang around, being mindful. You know, you need to make sure that you're obviously eating right and, and nutrition and supplements. That's what we're talking about here and eating this cannabis plant. You know, and of course, there's always sleep and making sure that you get that full good night of sleep. And so, again, this is the wake-up call. This is why we started the Miracle Plant Podcast, to get you the stories, to give you access to the truth. And you don't have to take my word for it. We've just been on this journey ourselves because we were looking to heal my son. And this is the truth that we discovered. And we want you to find the truth for you. And, and we want you to be healthy, or your loved ones to be healthy. And we want you to come on one of our next 101 episodes and tell us your story. Because they're so heartwarming and so beautiful. And we hear them every day at our stores, every day on email. And uh, we just want to keep telling these stories until it's common knowledge that there is a better way. And it's through plants and vegetables and fruits and things that have grown from the earth, and we take a bite out of an apple. You know, they say the apple a day keeps the doctor away. There's a reason that one sticks around, huh? So again, we wanna thank you for joining us on our 101st episode. Uh, it means the world to me and Janet and Dan to um, be able to educate you, to listen, to spend your time with us, to share this out, to, to rate and review means the world. And, and you're a part of this mission. Once you've opened Pandora's box and heard this, you're a part of the mission now. You ain't unhearing this. I can't tell you how many people in the industry were like, Justin, you were the first person that ever told me about raw CBD. Yeah, I never even thought about that. That's crazy. But man, that makes a lot of sense. Why aren't we eating this damn thing? Why are we eating the plant, juicing the plant? So that's what we're doing. So at the end of every episode, we say heal the world because we are literally on a mission to heal the world, those that walk it and the plant, planet itself that is sick, full of heavy... Uh, metals and pesticides, this plant will clean up that soil. This plant will clean up that air and this plant will clean up your bodies. The science is out there if you need science. The stories are out there if you need stories. Now the proof's in the pudding and it's time for you to take control of your health and try yourself some good old miracle plant. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. Everybody unmute your mics. One, two, three. Heal the heal world. The world. <laughs> Thanks for swinging by the Miracle Plant Podcast and episode 101. Tune in next week, Saturday, 10 a.m. on Clubhouse. And we'll talk about this Miracle Plant and how it's affecting people in extraordinary ways. Take care, everybody. Be a blessing. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.